Hi, everybody. It's time to get geeky. How's everybody doing out there tonight? It is August 1st, 2018, the beginning of a new month. We are past July. Comic-Con is over. And it's now time to talk about all of the major things that have happened over the course of the past week. My name is Joe, the host, and joining me right now is Dunkers. Hello. Uh, Solo might be joining us in a few minutes, but we'll find out. If he doesn't, then it will be the two of us tonight. So uh, we got a, we got some stuff. Like I said, not a lot of stuff happened, but it, there's a lot of Disney stuff that has come out, particularly with Marvel and Star Wars. Not so much the Disney Disney side of things. Uh, we also got the the birth the Harry Potter birthday. Uh, that's pretty big. And, of course, we got the new Venom trailer that came out yesterday and everybody's been raving about or not raving about or feeling, I, I don't know how people feel about it. And, yeah, we're going to have to go over all of that. So that's what we got for tonight. Mm-hmm. And for comics provider, yo, what's up in the chat? So let's get started. The Fox merger with Disney is now official. It is happening. And that begs the question. And we've talked, and I've talked about this on my going to the cinema podcast with uh, the other guys. And we've talked about this a little bit. We were kind of, kind of curious on this side of the coin with you. Uh, where do you think the MCU is going to go from here? Um. Ugh. Well, I wish Solo was here. Because he is, he probably knows Marvel. I'm not really a huge guy, uh, Marvel fan, to be honest with you. But um, you do watch the movies. Yeah, I watch the movies. Uh, uh, I've watched all the Guardians of the Galaxy. Watched Infinity War, you know, just because everyone else is watching it. But um, I don't really know how that would affect the, uh, to be honest. Oh, jeez, I'm sorry. Hang on. Someone's making noise in my computer real quick. It's hard to focus. Okay. All right. Well, Turn in the meantime, yeah. uh, for those of you that are in the chat, we have JD13 saying Galactic to Galactus and the comics provider saying X-Men and Fantastic Four because let me get a little backstory. So Fox owns X-Men, has owned X-Men for a very long time. That franchise has been around since the late 90s. Mm-hmm. Fantastic Four, uh, they've made three movies with them or four movies if you count the, the very, very early ones before in the 70s but uh they did two fantastic four movies and they stopped with the silver surfer and then they tried a few years ago with the universally panned uh, fantastic four movie which gotten so many bad reviews that people just do not want to talk about it uh it's it the reputation for fantastic four is extremely low so People are getting on that hype train of, oh, now that Disney owns it, we'll finally get a decent uh, uh, fan four movie. And they're thinking the X-Men are going to get involved with this whole uh, universe that we're in right now. So that's why people are excited. And that's why I say mm-hmm. what the future holds for all of these movies. Fantastic I mean, I'm sure you know who the X-Men and Fantastic Four are. Yes, the X-Men and the Fantastic Four would get merged in with, with Marvel. Yes, because they're all Marvel territory. I mean, look, um, in the past when they were do- when they started doing this universe, they didn't have the rights to the X-Men or the Fantastic Four or Spider-Man because Spider-Man's still owned by Sony, but they have a deal mm-hmm. that they can uh, make Spider-Man movies for the MCU. It's just going to be under the Sony umbrella. Mm-hmm. Um, and Sony still has their, um, their uh, little uh, conditions, so to speak. But Disney owns X Men and Fantastic Four now. Mm, okay. So, so we should be uh, expecting more of those. Yes, or we're hoping at least. We have no mm. idea. Um, my theory is they're going to do this movie where it's the Avengers. They go up against the X Men. Huh. So it's basically superheroes versus mutants. Okay, that sounds like a. More ambitious crossover than uh, Infinity War. Yeah, <laughs> and we yeah. keep talking about ambitious crossovers. Mm-hmm. Everyone seems to love ambitious crossovers, and that yeah. everyone loved Infinity War, so that'd be pretty cool too. 
to see. I'd go see it. I wouldn't know what the hell's going on, but I'd definitely go and see it. Yeah, because they uh, they're trying, you know, they're trying to come up with new characters to sort of take the place of. Because um, I don't know if you know this, but uh, Robert Downey Jr. is going to be leaving, uh, or at least his contract's going to be. Uh, he's not going to renew his contract with Disney or Marvel, so oh. he's not going to be keeping his role as Iron Man. Okay, so they can recast him, or just get rid of Iron Man altogether. Um, they might just retire him. Yeah, I don't okay. know if they're going to kill him off, or they might bring him back for future movies. But it's the same thing with Chris Evans, who plays Captain America. Mm -hmm. um, Chris Hemsworth, who plays Thor, says he will only be a part of the. Um, he'll do another Thor movie if the director for Thor Ragnarok comes back and does it. Mm. But was that the the gun guy, James Gunn? Uh, no, that's the Guardians guy, and we'll talk oh. about him in a, uh, in, a, in a different segment. Okay. Um, but no, this was uh, this was a this is a comedian guy that lives in New Zealand. Okay, uh, he directed Thor Ragnarok, but he's really funny, and that's why people love uh, the third Thor movie because it was funny. That'd be so difficult to recast Iron Man and Captain America because, and everyone's mind and Thor's everyone's mind is like it's so solidified what they look like and they associate the faces with the characters, and it'd be hard to just change those up. Well, it might it not might necessarily be like the characters themselves that are get like different actors because we're in this world now where you can't where you can't um what's it? You can't you can't have different actors play different characters. We're not in that Hollywood business anymore where they try to fool everybody and say, Oh yeah, we're playing a different, we're, we're playing the same character, but it's a different actor. No people are, it, they used to, they used to get away with it when they did Iron Man two, because um, the guy that plays war machine, um, the other Iron Man character, mm -hmm. um, he was not originally played by Don shield. He was played by Terrence Howard in the first Iron Man movie. Mm -hmm. uh, but Terrence Howard didn't want to come back because he didn't think there would be, I didn't like the whole production of it. So, and I think there was some money issue with it as well. So they switched actors, but it was the same character. So mm. that was back in 2010. I mean, now it's 2018. You can't get away with that anymore. No more recasts. No. Uh, but the, what they might do is they might have a successor. Like the new Iron Man in the, the comics is now a, uh African-American woman. Okay. So they might have a... Uh, they might get somebody from African American descent to play Iron Man, and you know she'll have like a genius. She'll have like the 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 mind of a Jimmy Neutron, and have like all these inventions and everything, and basically take up Tony Stark's thing. But I don't know if they're going to introduce that or not. But you know that's just something because you know they're trying to be more po. They're trying to get more POC people. Mm -hmm. uh, as you know, you know Disney's whole thing now is they're trying to be more diverse, more, um, you know, not be it so it's the 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 typical straight white male type of deal. Mm -hmm. How would they how would they continue the universe with, with how they introduce her if there is supposed to be a new Iron Man? How would they just be like like a, just a brand new character that's an eccentric billionaire that just makes a suit, or how would they address that? Because I don't know. The, it's not a recast, right? It's an entire new character. Yeah. Basically. So it's yeah. just a new person with the same blueprint as Iron Man, basically. Well, they'll use the they'll use the reference in the comic book. Okay. Well, how did I did, did I'm confused? How did, did the original Iron Man like they did they get rid of him and introduce a new one? Or no, this is just it's a spinoff. Oh. So it's not it's not like they it's not like a main story where they killed him off. No, this is just this is just the spin-off of like a future Iron Man. Okay. All right. Okay. I thought they were just all in the same universe and they kind of just now Iron Man's just completely different and that's what I was confused about. No. Yeah. Okay. So Yeah. You know, yeah, it's, for somebody that, you know, for a lot of people that don't read comic books, uh there's this uh well, you know, this happens in TV shows too. I mean, they do spin-offs of like any major franchise. Mm -hmm. I mean, if you think about it, all the MCU movies are basically spin-offs of the Avengers movies. Mm -hmm. So yeah. Avengers is like this like the top thing that everyone goes and sees and then we're going to be getting that. So, okay. we might get an origin movie. Pretty soon. Of, of of that character, yeah. Okay, 
But I don't know yet, but it mm-hmm. might happen. Yeah. So you might be seeing that in the future, but that's not even a Fox thing. But mm. but getting back to getting back to X Men, I mean, X Men the the franchise is still alive because you know we were supposed to have two X Men movies this year, and they pushed them back to next year, and they wanted to try not to compete with DC in terms of. Uh, Warner Brothers, they didn't want to try to compete with them and they didn't want to compete with Disney. So mm. Fox was like, we'll do them at times when they're not really doing these movies. And, you know, since that now the merger is going to happen, they have all the stuff now. So we're wondering, are they going to keep the same ac- actors or are they just going to go a completely new direction? Mm-hmm. So everybody's war- wondering about that. And we're also wondering about. Uh, Fantastic Four. Are they going to bring that back? Are they going to introduce Silver Surfer? Are they going to introduce Doom? Because now they have the rights to Doom, who everybody thinks is one of the quintessential Marvel villains of all time. Oh, okay. Uh, when you said Doom, I thought about the video game. I'm like, wait, is Doom guy in the MCU? Yes. <laughs> oh, no, they are thinking of doing a Doom sequel, actually. Okay. Uh, but... Huh. No, but no, they're they're actually, uh, you know, because now that they have the rights to Doom, they can actually, or, I mean, his real name is Doctor, is like Victor Doom or Doctor Doom. Okay. But not to be confused with MF Doom, who's a rapper. But mm. uh, yeah, That's what I thought his name was. I thought it had a doctor in front of it. Yeah. Yeah. So Doctor Doom, he, everyone calls him the greatest Marvel villain ever because he's practically invincible and. He's pretty. He's a pretty menacing creature. I mean, if you've, if you see what he looks like on 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 Google, I mean, he looks pretty menacing. Mm-hmm. Um, he actually went up against a, a lot of main villain, other other main villains actually. But he actually, I think he actually defeat. They did a death battle on YouTube between him and Darth Vader, and he actually beat Darth Vader. Mm. That's how strong he can be. But of course, since this is Marvel, they're not going to go that. Since this is the MCU, they're probably not going to go as extreme as in the comics. Yeah, I mean, they could if Disney owns Disney owns Star Wars, they can do Doctor Doom versus Darth Vader. I'm calling it oh, out, by the way. The day they, the day they do a a a, a Marvel Star Wars crossover. <laughs> I mean, everyone wants more, more and more ambitious crossovers. Yeah. Well, the the biggest ambitious crossover will be when Marvel goes up against DC. Mm-hmm. Which, when they put when mm. they put Superman against Spider Man, or when they put Batman against Spider Man, that's when it really blows up. Mm-hmm. Huh. That seems. I feel like didn't they do that? Didn't they? They didn't get a video game DC versus Marvel or something like that. Let's say, not that I know of. Maybe I'm in, com- just in comics in the chat, I don't think they're going to cancel New Mutants. Unless, of course, they're going to try to put it under the Disney umbrella and they're going to try to not make it a horror movie. Because New Mutants, the X-Men movie, is going to be a horror-based. So uh, they're, what, 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 Which new movie? Uh, new Mutants. Oh, okay. Huh. It's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a sub, it's a spin-off of the X-Men. Okay. Gonna open a million tabs so I know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. But anyway, so well, since we're in the Marvel whole thing, so you know about James Gunn, the whole mm-hmm. situation with him. I'm aware of who he is and what he, I think he did. Yes. Yeah. So you know, you've seen all the tweets that got him fired. I've seen some of the tweets. I've seen him. I've seen him in like the four panels. But I don't think I've gone through all of them. I've seen some of them. They were all like uh, uh, pedophilia jokes, right? It was like very edge lord stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, like just edgy, like uh, offensive to be offensive stuff, right? Yeah. Mm. Which I know a lot of uh, young people are influenced by doing edge lord jokes because they like to. It's mostly just done to try to get attention. Uh, you know, because when you're when you're a teenager and you're trying to you know, you're trying to get attention online, that's kind of what you do. Uh, there was like a lot of edgy stuff, even I when when I was a teenager, like people would just do like these radical things, and people are wondering like, why are they doing all these things? It's like because we're bored out of our minds. Yeah, God, these these tweets. <laughs> oh my God, they're so like 
they're not even jokes. They're just things to just like. I think you're right. He's just trying to get attention by just saying these fucking like outrageous things. They're not jokes. They're just like, ugh, gross. I don't like that. Mm. Well, as Ricky Gervais would say, if you have a joke, even if it's really offensive, say it anyway, because you never know if somebody's going to find it funny or not. Yeah, but is it is it is it worth the risk of getting more people offended than not? Or always, more? always. According, according, always, to according to him, always, because if you get fired, that gets means more attention on you, and then he can piggyback off of it. Mm, Most okay. people don't because they like to go on the apology tour, whereas mm. someone like him would just say, hey, people are paying attention to me. Now I'll just raggle them even more and get people more to see me. Well, apparently he had some fans because didn't the cast of uh, Guardians, didn't they all get together and say, we want James back to direct the next movie? Yes, they... Mm -hmm. Got together, Dave Batista, who plays Drax, got everybody together and said, Here, we're gonna write this letter to Disney and we want them to and they had all the all the Galaxy members sign it, uh, including uh, including some of the characters that have already uh, they've already killed off. And uh, I'm gonna try to find the letter so that we can uh, actually say it verbatim so that people can understand what they're uh, what their thing is. Mm, I, so, I saw it, but I didn't read all of it. So here's the letter. This is an open letter from the cast of Guardians of the Galaxy to our friends and fans. We fully support James Gunn. We were all shocked by this abrupt firing last week and have intentionally waited these 10 days to respond in order to think, pray, listen, and discuss. In that time, We've been encouraged by the outpouring of support from fans and members of the media who wish to see James reinstated as director of Volume 3, as well as discouraged by those who easily duped into believing the many outlandish conspiracy theories surrounding him. Being in the Guardians of the Galaxy movies has been a great honor in each of our lives. We cannot let this moment pass without expressing our love, support, and gratitude for James. We are not here to defend his jokes of many years ago, but rather to share our experience having spent many years together on set making Guardians of the Galaxies 1 and 2. The character he has shown in the wake of his firing is consistent with the man he was every day on set. And his apology, now and from years ago, when first addressing these remarks, we believe is from the heart. A heart we all know, trust, and love. And casting each of us to help him tell the story of misfits who find redemption, he changed our lives forever. We believe the theme of redemption has never been more relevant than now. Each of us looks forward to working with our friend James again in the future. His story isn't over, not by a long shot. There is little due process in the courts of public opinion. James is likely not the last good person to be put on trial. Given the growing political divide in this country, it's safe to say instances like this will continue. Although we hope Americans from across the political spectrum can ease up on the character assassinations and stop weaponizing mob mentality. It is our hope that what has transpired can serve us as an example for all of us to realize the enormous responsibility we have to ourselves and to each other regarding the use of our written words when we etch them in digital stone. That we as a society may learn from this experience and in the future we'll think twice before we decide what we want to express. And in so learning, perhaps can harness this capability to help and heal instead of hurting each other. Thank you for taking the time to read our words. And they had everybody have their signatures at the very bottom. Everybody from Chris Pratt to Dave Batista to Zoe Zaldana to Bradley Cooper to Vin Diesel to Sean Gunn, uh, James Gunn's brother, and um, pretty much every – yeah. So, What a weird signature that uh, Palm has. Man, just yep. one <laughs> – that's pretty weird. It's yeah. like a palm and then a check mark. Mm -hmm. It, man, it's such an interesting letter because there's kind of a lot to unpack there. 
like the beginning and the end are kind of two separate letters. One is about society, one is about James Gunn personally. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, I mean, the things that you said, I just, it's not, the, the, my problem was, is that it, they just weren't really jokes. They were really just saying absurd things and offensive things just for it. I'm sure James Gunn is a cool dude, but I mean, people have been fired for their jobs for a lot less. Well, you know how long he's made those jokes, right? Yeah, didn't weren't they? I just had him hang on one sec. Wasn't it from like twenty two thousand twelve? Was that the earliest one? No, it was like it was like two thousand and eight nine ish. Oh, that's how, okay. It's been like ten years. Mm-hmm. Okay, a lot yeah. can change in ten years. Yeah. You're right about that. Yeah, I mean, he's. I can assume he's definitely changed, and I, I believe. I believe whatever Chris Pratt tells me. If he signed this, then I take it as a uh, gospel. So, it's just it's so interesting because pedophilia jokes in Hollywood, where there's so much, there's like um, a lot of people say there's a lot of pedophiles in Hollywood. You know, like in and that seems kind of like in bad taste, at least. Well, South Park did pedophile jokes. And they heralded it as one of the best episodes. Which episode was that? Uh, that was the Death of Chef episode. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. I don't know if I don't know if I would consider. Uh... Sorry, I was reading that uh, comment. South Park are they part of Hollywood? Or are they they're kind of like they're not really big. Well, into I mean, the... they're technically Hollywood if you have a TV show. So yes. Okay. All right. Fair enough. I can go that definition. And that was like way back in 2004. Mm-hmm. And nobody's there going to say anything about it because people love the show. Uh, yeah, I guess I guess you're right. It's not... If you're going to get on this guy for it, you're going to have to get on everybody for everything anyone's ever said. Yeah, but this was partly because there were somebody out there that just didn't like James Gunn, didn't like his movies, and just tried to dig up things about him and then just put mm-hmm. it out for everybody to see. Yeah. There's, it's. I think. It, I think it's called quote mining. I think that's what uh, that term is called when you just try to go back and see if someone said something really ridiculous and bring it up now. Yeah, it's I'm character sure. assassination. Yeah, I'm sure he wouldn't say any of these things now. No, that's why we said like. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we I've I've even said the jokes on two different podcasts. I said the mm-hmm. jokes on PJs and wine. The girls had a good chuckle. They actually laughed at a few of the jokes. Um. Mm-hmm. Some of the guys on going to the cinema, they laughed at some of the jokes. So mm-hmm. they had humor to them. It's just not not everybody likes that humor, but there are people out there that do find like edgy jokes really edgy, and there's an audience for it. It's not a huge audience, but there's an audience for it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Disney does not like edginess whatsoever. They're trying <laughs> to put they're trying to be the happiest place on earth. Um, but sometimes that can put smiles on people's faces, those jokes. Um, but, you know, their their smiles are trying to come from a happy place and not from an edgy place. Yeah. So, I mean, my, my issue was Disney should have known about this guy, like, even before they even hired him. Mm-hmm. That's, that's I, a good point. Yeah, for sure. They, they didn't do – if, if, I mean, unless, of course, they didn't do their, um, their, their research. Mm-hmm. And that's really an issue. But then again, I mean, they could have stuck this out for two. If they would have stuck this out for long enough, this would have gone away in two weeks. Mm-hmm. You're absolutely right. Yes. Uh, comics provider is saying Chris Evans and Chris Hemsworth, Captain America and Thor, unfollowed James Gunn. So Avengers versus Guardians confirmed. <laughs> Uh, he also says Disney is trying so hard to be this squeaky clean company that can do no wrong whatsoever. You're if you hire people, people make mistakes all the time, and they just do dumb shit, and it's just never gonna. You're never gonna be as squeaky clean as Disney wants to be, and YouTube as well. YouTube is kind of like wants to have these like you know squeaky clean people like Jake Paul and stuff. But everyone, you're gonna mess up. Everyone's gonna mess up. And you can't just be as like unrealistically clean and family friendly as possible. It's just never going to happen. And I think Disney's kind of overreacting because you're totally right. We live in a new cycle that changes like every day. And if Disney just kind of laid back for a little bit, this would have gone away. And probably not even two weeks, probably just a couple days, everyone would just forget about it because Donald Trump would tweet something else stupid. And then everyone would just be focusing on that. 
instead of this whole James Gunn controversy. Yeah, because here's the thing. The company's coming from a political standpoint. And if you look at if you look at a lot of these young uh, entrepreneurs now, I mean, there's no politics in their brands whatsoever. You mm. take a look at anybody that has a brand online. There's no there's barely any politics whatsoever. It's all these major companies that for many years have had to do business politicking. And it's been and they've you know, they've always had like a certain message that they wanted to with their their brands and they you know anybody that tries to do things that are not against what they say i mean that's truly what they're trying to do they're trying to be they're trying to be non-controversial but unfortunately when the internet became like this major thing controversy just opened the floodgates and now you see it everywhere and it's even some people even find that entertaining in a suspense like oh there's a controversy out there that's getting all this attention Oh, dra- it, drama is one of the oldest entertainment forms of human history. Everyone loves a drama. You exactly. Know? And I think and I think people hate that I think they got more backlash because they fired him, not because they kept him. I think the overwhelming uh, stance is that they've been trying to get this petition signed. I mean, the actors really thought that this was not the right thing to do there were fans out there saying this was not the right thing to do uh they pretty much pissed off all of the guardians fan base and they pretty much pissed off the actors who thought it was unjust and you know they and disney's not doing a good enough job to explain why they got rid of him they just said oh they do, he doesn't what he said doesn't condone what our uh, views are. Well, what does that mean? What are your views? You need mm-hmm. to go out there and express what your views are to everybody out there so that you know exactly what it is. And if you're a director that wants to be involved with Disney and, and Disney just came out with a statement just a couple, like an hour ago saying, or about three hours ago that I just looked up, they're not, they're probably not going to hire James Gunn again. They're actually going to be taking their time to try to find an A-list director, somebody that fits their their mantra. So they're going to do like what they did with uh, Wrinkle in Time. They're going to try to do – I bet you they're going to find somebody that's going to be – and I don't want to say this, but I think they're going to try to go with somebody that's not a straight white male. Mm-hmm. That's not a bad thing to say. I don't think no. you're going to hot water for that. But, no, but I think but I think people are going to get upset over the fact, like, oh, you, you you're gonna you're gonna do this as a political move when this person has like no experience doing sci-fi or, uh, what was it? They did no experience in sci-fi or no experience doing that type of thing. I mean, let's face it. I mean, James Gunn didn't have experience doing sci-fi as much as I know from like a big budget standpoint. He was an indie guy for so many years. Mm. Um. Lucky Can I give a quick shout out to Lucky Eight nailing yeah. nailing Disney? James Gunn, ancient tweets like ten years ago says these shitty things, and your company was founded by I can't remember if it's I always get Ford and uh, or Henry Ford and Walt Disney mixed up. Was one was uh one, were were they both Nazi sympathizers or was one or I think Ford was a Nazi sympathizer and I think one was just a racist, right? Walt Disney was just like a racist, right? Well, by today's standards. He's oh, a racist. Yeah. But mm-hmm. look, in the 40s when they did Dumbo and they had like the black birds. Oh, yeah. Was, mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, that was appropriate for the 40s. I mean, nobody was claiming racism back then. And then in the 70s in the Jungle Book when they had the the monkeys being sort of a black stereotype when it came to the singing because they were doing like scat singing. Like that mm-hmm. was a very popular black form of music. And they were just like I, in the song, I want to be like you. And it's like, people and people on today's standards like yeah that's totally racist mm-hmm. uh i mean i mean that's the thing too are we now we going to punish walt disney now because like he done those things back in the day donald duck uh hated jews and there are more cartoons than that had donald duck as a nazi okay oh yeah okay yeah <laughs> okay i remember seeing those uh <laughs> Donald Duck dressing up as a Nazi. I remember seeing those in on YouTube. Yeah, and nobody's even brought up that. You know, Disney. You know, Disney's like that doesn't condone mm. with our message. Well, take a look at your own history. Look at what Walt Disney did back then. I mean, if we're going to judge it by those standards, if we're going to be judged on the fact of, if we're going to be judged on what our actions were so many years ago, 
take mm. a look at what Walt Disney was doing. I mean, I brought up that uh, I I brought up the fact that Walt Disney did the whole Dumbo thing and he did the the Jungle Book thing. And then there are probably going to be some Disney defenders out there that will say, "Well, that was appropriate for the time." Well, then you could say the same thing about the James Gunn tweets. They were appropriate for a time, could being like they wanted to be so edgy. And it wasn't an edge lord stuff wasn't such an unpopular thing as it was back then. I mean, they were doing edgy stuff in the nineties for crying out loud. There's no there's no today. There's no standard of how much time needs to pass before we can judge someone based on what they are now and what they were back then. And it's yeah. it's, it's crazy that people would just take anything from how many years ago, because you know, Joe, you know, I know you and I have said some really regrettable shit, you know, back in the day. But that's not who we are. We made a mistake and we were mean. But you know, that's not who we are. We've improved as people, and that everyone has. And you need to like kind of understand that I'm a different person from what I was ten years ago. I'm sure that you are. I'm sure all of us are. Yeah, I was a that's college kind of kid ten years ago, mm-hmm. and I was and I was doing all and I was I was saying a lot of shit back then. Mm-hmm. And then again, teenagers. I mean, it's like we did all that shit. Uh, what was it? Oh, JD13 is saying Disney didn't like Nazis. My animation professor cleared that up. And then Lucky8 saying, no, Disney made fun of Nazis. And then JD13 says, well, at the end of that Donald Duck Nazi cartoon, he praises how awesome the USA is. And then Lucky8 says, but they also made fun of minorities. Hmm. But I wouldn't necessarily, I wouldn't say made fun of. I think that's just a perception of how we look at it on today's standards. But like I said, it was. Uh, it was. That was how people viewed. Uh, that was how people viewed uh, blacks in the forties, and that's how they viewed. That's how Walt Disney viewed blacks in the seventies too. Mm-hmm. I don't know if it was. It, it was the way that they an, they animated them to look like stereotypes. I think that's what. Not something directly racist, like calling someone inferior or anything like that, but it animated no. them to to be discriminatory. Sweet voice, yeah. Me. yeah. Like I said, today's standards. Mm. So anyway, getting off of that topic and moving on. So, I mean, let's let's go into. I mean, let's keep it on the Disney train for a second. Uh, so they're in production for Episode Nine of Star Wars. Oh, did that just start? Yep, just okay. started today. All right, I was under the impression they already started it. Okay, cool. Yep, it's actually started today. Mm. And for what we know. Carrie Fisher, who unfortunately passed away two years ago, mm-hmm. is still going to be in episode nine. They're going to be featuring her in a big role, so she's not going to be in a cameo role because they have some unused footage when they filmed episode seven. There were unused scenes that did not make the final draft, so they're going to take that footage. They're going to mm-hmm. put it in episode nine. And Carrie Fisher is still going to be a prominent character based on that episode seven footage. So she's not going to be animated. She's just going to be put in with the extra footage from episode seven. Yes. Okay. That's cool. I thought they were just going to CGI her in like they did with Paul Walker. Nope. Uh, the fam, the Fisher family has said that they do not want her to be CGI in any way. They did not get permission. Lucas films did not get permission from her family to do that. Okay. I didn't know they could do that. I thought, yeah. It- Okay. Families have the right to have their uh, families have the right to have their significant others who have passed away uh, not use their likeness. Okay, so they're in, they're in charge of it. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind of like how uh, you know, there's a I'll use WWE as an example. There's a particular wrestler who passed away by falling seventy feet from the ceiling during a, a stunt that went terribly wrong. Mm. And they've been trying to get this guy into the Hall of Fame for a very long time, but uh, his the widow will not let them do it because money, because they think they're going to try to make a profit off of his uh, his death. Isn't that kind of the whole point of having a Hall of Fame, though? Is making a profit off of someone so you can build like a big museum of the Hall of Fame or something like that? Yeah, but the problem is the the family doesn't like that. Yeah, or at least the widow doesn't like that at mm. all. Yeah, um, they feel like oh, you're gonna. You're not going to really acknowledge him. You're not, you know, and also you're going to try to bring up bad memories of something that you caused, even though they have vehemently apologized and said it was a major accident. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's just yeah, families have the right uh, have uh, have the rights to their uh, their the people that have passed away. 
Mm-hmm. And certain families will allow their likeness to be used in CGI. Others won't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, uh, Lucky Eight, something funny, uh, cool in the chat. He, seems, he thinks that uh, he or she thinks that a uh, new Star Wars movie will flop because people just generally don't like them. If people went back to watch episode two after episode one came out, I think episode nine is safe, if I have to say. Well, people uh, people are going to still go see Star Wars. Regardless. Oh, yeah, for sure. Star Wars is, reason- is more, it's not, it's like, it's it's a movie, but it's also like a social event that people just go to see now. Like Infinity, like I didn't go see Infinity War because I wanted to go see a movie. I saw it just because everyone in America was going to go fucking see it. And that's the, kind of the same thing with Star Wars, too. I don't think it's not, I don't know if it's immune to flopping, but it's going to be very difficult for it to not make a bunch of money. Well, here's the thing. Movies are now social events. The mm-hmm. only the, the, mo- the one the movie that makes the most money is the best movie of the year. Uh, mm-hmm. I've always looked at that as, uh, you know, my my. I've always had the mindset that, you know, movies are art. And then I looked at it from a business standpoint. And then I understand why so many people go to see movies for social events rather than just art. If it's mm-hmm. good, it, a movie's only good if there's enough people that go to see it. If you don't go to see it, it's not a good movie because people then are not going to have the, the time and energy to go get up out of their houses, to drive in their cars and buy a ticket to go to a movie theater. Mm-hmm. And the only reason people didn't, uh, the reason why Solo, a Star Wars story, failed was because nobody wanted a Han Solo movie. Mm-hmm. Nobody wanted it. It made two hundred million dollars, but the budget was two hundred and fifty. Damn. Yeah. So it wasn't even close. Yeah. By the time of, by the time a month went by, people were just like, "Up oh, here's Ant Man," or "Hey, here's a." Oh, I forgot what came out in June, but. I, there wasn't a lot of stuff in June that I can remember, but everybody was jumping on the uh, the Ant Man train, and even then, Ant Man didn't do that well because nobody wanted to see this Ant Man movie. They were so burnt out from Infinity War that what were they going to get with an Ant Man and the Wasp movie? Oh, we're going to find out what he was doing while the Infinity War was happening. So people, I mean, it bombed in the when its first week, and then by the second week, it lost to another movie. People mm. wanted to see Denzel Washington equalize people instead of seeing Ant-Man. <laughs> and then people wanted to see Tom Cruise sprint mm. for two minutes straight as a 56-year-old man doing Mission Impossible that practically kicked everybody's ass last week. Mm. So, yeah. Did you, did you see that? People have a social interest in it. Did you see that movie? I heard, I heard the people that I, uh, that I know that did see it, they said it was really good. Oh, it was mm. amazing. Really? All right. If you take a look at all six of the movies, that one is the best one. Really? It showed in its first weekend. It made more money in its first weekend than than any other movie in that franchise. Oh wow! Okay. And it's the and it and and the reason why that is is because so many people praised it. Like people Mm -hmm. are thinking, oh, it's another Mission Impossible movie, and then they're calling, and then reviewers are calling it the best Mission Impossible movie ever, and they're going, oh, okay, now I'm invested. I want to see what this is. And sure enough, it was great from beginning to end. Superman is in it. Um, mm-hmm. But anyway, getting back to Star Wars. Uh, yeah, Episode 9, I mean, look, it's the continuation of Episode 8. So people are going to want to see what happens, especially since Luke is now gone. Um, he used the last of his Jedi powers, and then he finally disappeared. Mm-hmm. Now they want to see how um, Kylo Ren is going to be leading the, the the First Order. And... It's going to be that people are, are, are like, yes, finally. We're going to finally see the continuation of the story. And I don't want to hear people saying that, you know, the movie sucked because the, the, but the, 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 the box office says otherwise. Um, you know, that, that's, that's kind of that's it's a tricky kind of uh, thing to say because Star Wars, we're well, lucky it's in the chat. I also want to work that in. The, there are those movies, episode seven and eight. I don't think they were like they. If you're not a Star Wars fan, I don't know if I would. I actually recommend to go see them. I like the movies, but I can like a movie and also admit when it's not the greatest movie that I've seen. Like it was pretty, pretty. It was like it was wasn't anything super spectacular. If you aren't a Star Wars fan, and you, I don't know if it's going to really pull you in. Honestly, I had fun watching it. I'm glad that I saw it, but on its face value. I don't think he was really that good, to be honest. So well, I don't again, know. And you again, know. it's not, I mean, they don't really care about the quality of the movie. I mean, mm-hmm. even if the most hardcore Star Wars fans didn't like it, 
They're sitting there at their desks going, oh, we got to appease these hardcore Star Wars fans. No, mm -hmm. they know that regardless of whether they hate Star Wars or not, they're going to go mm -hmm. see this movie. Oh, Take yeah. I, mean, I need to go see it. I, want, I, need, I need to know what happens for sure. I absolutely need yeah. to see it. See, that's the thing. See, that's yeah. it right there. I That statement, I need to see what happens next. Mm -hmm. That is yep. what gets them into the theater. That's all they care about. You that's got me, all Joe. They care about. It's story. Mm -hmm. People care, but that's that's what movies have always done. They tell great stories, and then when they realize the stories are great, and they're going to have people say, "I got to see what happens next," mm. then they go in there. Think of episode seven through nine as an entire mega movie. Episode seven is just the first act. Episode eight is the second act, which by the way, anybody out there, the second act is not the best part of the movie. The third act is, which is episode nine. Mm -hmm. So they got through, we got through the second act and now people want to see the climax and we're going to get the climax next year. This really so, hinges on the last one. Cause, uh, Comics in the chat, he what he says is like the first one was good. Yeah, the first one was really good, and the second one was pretty iffy. But it's also hard to make a really good Act Two of any series. The Act Two is usually the low point, and I think yeah. the the overall quality of the sequels really hinges on this last one. If they can pull it off, make it really good, I would give this trilogy a thumbs up. Yeah, but it all all, all comes down to this. And think about this, guys. J.J. Abrams, who directed Episode 7, is coming back to direct this one. Mm -hmm. So oh. we're not getting Ryan Johnson. You people that don't like Ryan Johnson and how he did the movies, he's gone. And for those of you that didn't like Episode 7 because it was a rehash of Episode 4, it didn't matter. It, <laughs> episode 7 got more interest than any other Star Wars movie in the entire world. It made more money than any other Star Wars movie if you're not taking inflation into account. Mm. And uh, it's it's just that's what's gonna get. And like I said, that's just what people think. And the reason why Solo didn't work was because Dewey nobody wanted to know Han Solo's backstory. They already liked Han Solo for what he is, and nobody really had questions about. Oh, where did he come from? Mm -hmm. I mean, he was like he was already he was so he was already so cool. Like in the original, he didn't really need. He just did. It's such a it's a movie that did not need to happen at all just didn't need to happen. They shouldn't have made it. And here's the thing about uh, the Obi-Wan movie. After the failure of the solo movie, they canceled, they pushed back the, the Obi-Wan and the Boba Fett movies. And people were like, no, we wanted to see an Obi-Wan movie. We wanted to mm -hmm. see what happened after episode three, because they were thinking the Obi-Wan movie would be basically episode three and a half, mm -hmm. but Obi-Wan side. Like how Rogue One was episode three and a half. It was basically, oh, how did they get the plans for the Death Star? And how did they get, how did Leia get it? People liked that. People mm -hmm. enjoyed that movie. It made, it was very successful. Um, but people wanted to see Obi-Wan's side because they wanted to see like the bridge in between because we never mm -hmm. got that bridge. I just I honestly just been the Boba Fett thing right now. <laughs> just just can it honestly obi-wan i'm sure people go see it i would definitely go see it it looks like it's worthwhile making but he should have just been to this solo one and i doubt boba, the boba fett one's either going to get made or it's probably not going to do well either i i just doesn't seem that there's enough interest surrounding boba fett who just gets eaten by the <laughs> by a sand vagina yeah i don't yeah i don't think there's there wasn't any I don't think there was really that much interest for a Boba Fett movie either because I didn't hear a lot of good things. I was like, oh, yeah, let's do that. So he wasn't an interest, very interest. The only thing he was, he was a badass bounty hunter. That's all, it's all of his appeal. And that doesn't seem like there's enough to build a character out of, you no. know. But there sure will be for episode nine. Mm -hmm. So everybody out there, just think this is going to be the end of the series, the climax. This is what's going to get. I don't know how majorly it's going to do. I mean, they're going to have to, I mean, that's going to have to make more money than episode seven. I mean, they almost eclipsed the billion dollar route in the States alone, which is, which was like cinematic history in 2015. Ridiculous. But uh, they're, yeah, they're going to have to really push hard, very hard to get that same type of level of, Oh my God, we're getting episode nine. This is going to be better than seven and eight. So 
They got to really a, try to do that. It's I mean, important you, for the future of Star Wars too, because there's no way they're not going to make any more Star Wars movies. But if they nail this, it'll give good public opinion of Star Wars movies, and people maybe will be more excited about this new Obi Wan movie and the new Boba Fett movie. And I'm really hoping they nail it because they really got to do a good job. Well, the other thing too is Ryan Johnson is doing his own trilogy. The Games of Thrones guys are doing their own trilogy. So we have two we, we have two separate trilogies that are going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um that are going to be under the Star Wars umbrella. So wait, wait, hang on. Whoa, wait. There's going to be two new trilogies of Star Wars? Yeah. All right, I totally missed that. You just yeah, freaked one, my brain out a little bit. I yeah, totally one, just like I didn't know that at all. Yeah, one from Ryan Johnson who did episode 8. He's going to do his own style of Star Wars which is probably why people didn't like it because it was a different... Well, actually, no, I take that back. Most people praised Episode Eight. The only people that really didn't like it are the hardcore fans. I've I've listened to a lot of hardcore Star Wars fans that said it was completely different than how Star Wars used to look. And I looked at it and I said, okay, they're doing... Like, Ryan Johnson went in a totally different direction, and I like that he did that because you can't keep using the same formula forever. People are going to get tired of it eventually. Oh yeah, for sure. It's it's not it's it's for a new generation of moviegoers. Yeah, that's the thing too. Mm. It's the it's your old school Star Wars fans. I mean, yes, appease the the appease the fans that got you to the dance as much as you can by not. I mean, it, it would have been totally disrespectful if they just threw everything out the window. But no, Ryan Johnson was a fan of Star Wars. Always has been. He had, like mm. his, some of his library is filled with Star Wars books. He did his own interpretation of what he thought Star Wars should be. George mm-hmm. Lucas had his own interpretation, and George Lucas had his own ter- interpretation. So mm-hmm. everybody's got a different interpretation of what Star Wars is. And if it's not to your what you want, then make your own Star Wars movie. I mean, the guys that are trying, you know, that whole thing about the the fan uh, fan made Return of the Jedi is trying to get made, but nobody's mm. going to give them two hundred million dollars. Nobody's going to give them a Disney style production. Nobody's going. The actors are not going to be like they're going to be like screw you. <laughs> so it's not going to happen. Old school Star Wars fans kind of lack kind of. Um you know, self-awareness because they need to understand that whatever gets made, they're not going to be pleased with it. Like there's, it's just not going to be good enough because they want, I want, you know, nothing's going to be as good as the original or something that you liked. Nothing's going to be as good as the original trilogy of star Wars period. And yeah. it, you kind of just need to kind of accept that it's good. It came, it went and you need to kind of just leave it be, you know, it's, it's still always going to be there, but it's just, it's not going to continue. It's going to be its own thing in its own bubble. And you can't recapture the exact same magic that the original Star Wars had. Yeah, and even comics providers saying, might as well make a cheap ass fan film on remaking mm-hmm. the Last Jedi. Look, what I, I, I can't believe the. I think I'm pretty sure I said this before, but the confidence on the guy who made that campaign saying, "I can do better than this professional filmmaker," like the the absolute gall of that guy. Man, he must yeah. be the most confident guy in the entire world. Yeah, the, I don't think that confidence is going to go anywhere. <laughs> There's no way they're going to get $200 million. Oh, yeah. Unless, of course, they do like a big Patreon campaign or an entire uh, Indiegogo campaign. It's like, we need to raise $200 million. We need you to get this in, and we're going to make the Star Wars great again. Mm-hmm. Just, <laughs> there's, no, there's no way. It's it, it, it wasn't the greatest, but... It was it was fun to watch, and I'm 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 glad that they took it in a different direction. They didn't just repeat the um, you know Return of the Jedi. seemed It seemed like kind of like a beat for beat remake of the New Hope, which is fine with me. It was just, it was playing it safe, but I'm kind of glad they went in a different direction with the eighth one. You know, it didn't really seem seemed to do its own thing, which was cool, but also wasn't executed the best. Yeah, Lucky Eight saying my only true problem with the new Star Wars movies is the politics. Even if I 100% agreed with them, I'd still have a problem with it. Again, people just don't like when politics are put into entertainment. Mm. Um, it's kind of like what we're seeing now with Disney and, like I said, all these major corporations. But, you know, they can do whatever the hell they want. It's their, it's their, it's their companies. But I'm just saying, in this day and age, politics and entertainment don't net. Why do you think esports is so successful? Because there's no politics involved. Why do you think mm. people watch esports more than they watch the NFL? Because yeah. there's no politics involved. 
as soon as the politics got involved last season, people just turned off the TV because they were like, fuck this. I can't enjoy, I can't enjoy grown men beating each other up just to score points. If we can't, if we're going to add politics at the national mm -hmm. anthem. So, yeah, it's everything's going to have, there's no way you can't include if you see either If you include politics, people are going to be upset. If you don't, people are going to be really upset. It's just, yeah, God, I so don't know if they're going to get upset if there's no politics in it. Like I said, esports has barely any of that. And look how great it's doing. Like well, people, people, people were furious that, or some people were, some people were upset that far cry five didn't, it, it was so like, it could have made a big political statement, but it didn't. And that's kind of what I was saying is, some Oh yeah. That's upset. like, that's the that's the minority hardcore people that just want to bash Trump. I'm not. You think so? I think so. Okay. All right. I think it's like those hardcore few. I mean, I don't really care. I, I don't really care either way. I mean, as long as the game's good, that's all that matters. But it's that it's that hardcore fan. It's like that hardcore thing that just really inches in. Like, please make fun of him so that we can have something to really mm. like grasp onto. Yeah, I guess you're right. I really. But anyway, hope, I really hope it's a small minority. Jeez, toxic. Yeah, we're getting we're getting close to the end. So let's talk about Harry Potter. The birthday was a few days ago. Harry Potter obviously is one of the biggest franchises in all the world. It's actually more popular than the Mario franchise. It's made more money. Um, that obviously will change pretty soon once the Mario movie comes out and they start doing Nintendo World. Um, but the success of Mario will stay true in form. Uh, but Harry Potter. Been around since the late 90s. 99 was when I uh, remembered the first book came out. And two days and two years later, they came out with uh, the first Harry Potter movie. But they, uh, can you repeat what you just said? I was reading how much money Harry Potter made, and I kind of had a heart oh. attack. Oh, no, I was saying that uh, Harry Potter made uh, was, was like very big in the late 90s. In fact, mm -hmm. I remember my fourth grade teacher actually reading uh, The Sorcerer's Stone to us. Before uh, before school ended, she was mm -hmm. really big into Harry Potter, and um, I didn't like reading. I didn't like reading the books at the time, but I went to see the movies. Mm -hmm. I was heavily <laughs> enthralled with the movies. I loved the movies. Yeah, the fir first two I thought were great, and then it just got better as time went on. Um, in fact, I'll say this about the Harry Potter series: I watched the entire. I watched all eight movies in one sitting last year. I started really? at three. Yeah. Holy I started at three in the morning, and I it ended at midnight. So it was practically Man. like 20, 21 hours of nonstop Harry Potter. And I would say by the time the series ended, I was like, "Holy shit, did it get dark and for better?" <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're right. Yeah, it went from being like this child thing. It's like it was very childlike, and then all of a sudden, it just got really dark, mm. which what Harry Potter needed. It's what kept it going, and it's like. Wow, as the time has went on, I got to appreciate the older, uh, the later movies even more. And now that they're now they're trying to do, I mean, obviously they're doing the um, Fantastic Beasts spinoff, which is practically the prequel series before Harry Potter even came into being. So that's another reason why the Wizarding World has made a lot more money because the prequel series, uh, it's not as hev widely heavily regarded, but you know. Now that Dumbledore is going to be in the second uh, Fantastic Beast movie as a very young, sexy Dumbledore, then that's <laughs> going to be different. You heard it um, here. Joe has a crush on Dumbledore. Oh, oh, younger Dumbledore. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, his I mean, it's his beard is not very long. He's very, you know, he's very like he's very sophisticated. That Dumbledore. Um, yeah, Johnny Depp's going to be in it, and you know, people love Johnny Depp regardless of his scandals that are going on right now. People still love him. People still go pay to see him. There's scales of Johnny Depp right now. Yeah, well, look it up if you get a chance. Um, yeah, and even then, Disney still hires him for pirates. So you know that's another thing that he's going through all this stuff and like all the scandals, and yet they keep Johnny Depp for uh, the pirates movies. Better not tweet an edgy joke, or I swear to God, he's out of the movie. Yes. <laughs> Well, I don't know. There might be something more to it that I don't know, and I could be mm -hmm. totally just like be spouting off nonsense. There might be more to it than that we're not than we're not thinking. But I mm -hmm. really think they're thinking they can't get rid of Johnny Depp because he brings like so much money to them. I think there's a um, an exception to the rule, and mm -hmm. people don't really go to see a, a Guardians movie because James Gunn is directing it. He's not the star. Yeah. So, yeah, so people don't often like. 
I, I remember I've seen most movies I've seen. I don't know the director, and I'm sure probably the average moviegoer doesn't really know the director. They just see kind of an ad and say, oh, it looks cool. Let's go see it. Yeah, exactly. But they'll but know Johnny, who Johnny Depp is. Johnny Depp's just too big to fail at this point. Yeah. Johnny Depp, Johnny Depp brings – Johnny Depp is money. So mm-hmm. that's why they do it. Um, but Harry Potter, though, uh, they're going to be – like I said, this is basically like the Hobbit version of Harry Potter where they make a prequel series that doesn't do well – uh, but they do it because, hey, there's books on it, and we can make a profit off of it if we can. Um, so it's going to be coming out in November, uh, just like the last uh, the last Fantastic Beast movie a few years ago. Uh, whether this one is more successful or not is the question, because if it's not, then they're going to stop doing them. Uh, no, is it the all- Decider? What? Is it The Decider? Uh, this will be the decider. Okay. If this doesn't do well, then and it probably will because you know the 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 countries overseas they're the they're the deciding factors. Like China, for example, that's why the, the Transformers series still keeps uh, keeps going strong because China yeah. really loves the Transformers movies. Those Chinese love Transformers, man. <laughs> yeah. So for everyone that doesn't like the Transformers franchise, you know you got to go over to China and find out why they love it so much. But yeah, China loves like China's like always the main decider because they're the ones that really you know, they're like the second biggest country that is in like in cinema, and you know they really pour all their money to go see uh, films. So, yeah, but and there's also Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, which is practically like the eighth book. So they're thinking, okay, if this does successful, we might do. A Harry Potter. We might do a ninth Harry Potter movie with all the same cast, but they're older. By ninth, do you mean the the? Uh, aren't there only six movies in Harry Potter? No, there's uh, there's eight movies. You the last it? book, the last book was split into two parts. Harry Potter. I swear, six. Yeah, right. Harry Potter and the Deathly Hollows Part One, and then Hollows Part Two. I've seen all eight movies, so I know. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you're right. You've knocked yeah. them all out in one sitting. You absolute madman. Yeah. Well, then again, uh, that was funny. I got through the first three movies by myself. Then my friends came over for the fourth through the sixth one. And then by Deathly Hollows, everybody was already tired. I'm like, you're tired? I've been up <laughs> since three, and I'm still going strong. And then even after midnight, when the series was over, I stayed up for another five hours. And I'm like, you guys are asleep? I've been awake ever since the series ended. Jeez. Joe, you're a madman. I couldn't I stay up that way. Jeez. People, people have been saying that. Like, I can go 24 hours with no sleep. And then people are like, how do you do that? And I'm just like, Ugh. crack cocaine. No. <laughs> no. I'm I don't pre- know what pretty, it is. Yeah, I'm pretty good after 12 hours of being awake. I'm going to bed. Fuck it. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I'll go to sleep if I if I if I want to, but I usually usually I'm just like I'll go to sleep when I'm bored. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so our last thing for the night is the Venom trailer. Yeah, I was watching that off screen. I, uh, did you like what you saw, or what'd you think? I love. Um. Oh, dude, I totally slipped my mind. Who's the Tom Hardy? That's his name, right? Yes, Tom yeah, Hardy. Yeah, I totally slipped my mind. He's great. I love him and everything that I've seen in him, especially Peaky Blinders, which is a show no one's ever heard of. Uh, I'm I, anything with Tom Hardy. There's a 99% chance I'm gonna go see it, and it looks good. I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Spider-Man, but if Tom Hardy's in it and he is looking as sexy as ever, I'm gonna go definitely gonna go see it. Well, there's even rumors right now that if this Venom movie does really good, that Venom might be put into the MCU. Oh, okay. And they, because, you know, again, Sony owns the rights to the Spider Man franchise. Mm-hmm. Even though Disney has the, has the rights to actually use Spider Man in the MCU, Sony has this commitment that they can only have one villain per movie. And then they have to kill off. They they can't reuse the same villains. Wait, so so uh, Sony has to deal with Fox that they can only use. No, one Sony of has to deal with Disney. Oh, okay. So only one bad guy from Disney in a Sony movie. Yes. Okay, that's a weird deal. <laughs> yeah. So if this movie does successful, here's what my rumor my rumor and my thinking is that if Venom does really good then we're going to have a Spider-Man versus Venom movie at some point. 
Because Venom is obviously like a very hardcore Spider-Man villain and anti-hero. Oh yeah, he looks fucking vicious in this one in the, in the trailer. Yeah, and I know people are gonna be like, and I've already I've already gone over like exactly who's like being in charge of this movie, and I've 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 gone over the track record, and I know people aren't necessarily like huge fans of theirs in particular, but. I mean, the way the Venom looks, I'm even watching it right now for a second time, and the way the Venom looks, he looks great. Oh, he does. You're right. And I know for a lot of Venom fans, they're like, oh, the guy just doesn't look good. He just does not look like I would imagine Venom. But it's a, it's, it's, somebody, it's somebody's different interpretation of Venom. Let's just put it like that. Mm-hmm. And to think that people are – it's still the number third trending video on YouTube. It's gotten over 15 million views. So I'm on, I'm on, no, I'm on, a, uh, I'm on a Venom official trailer that has 67 million views right now. That yeah. is fucking ridiculous. So, again, people oh, – that there's a lot of hype for this movie. It's going to be a special event. People mm-hmm. are going to want to see this movie. Yeah, I'm definitely going to go and give that a watch. It looks sweet. Yeah, so keep your hats on, people, because – yeah, they're already saying like the Venom in uh, Spider-Man Three can't can't even compare to this Venom. I'm I, I so Spider-Man's not going to be fighting this Venom, right? No, this Venom. This is basically Venom is his own movie. Okay, huh? I thought that was just his thing. Like Batman fights, you know, the Joker, and Spider-Man fights the Venom, and they're never separate. All right. No. Okay. Yeah, we don't even know if they're ever going to bring up the Black Spider-Man deal. Oh, is Black Spider-Man? I thought Black Spider-Man and Venom were the sa- one and the same. No, no. Black know. Spider-Man is it, it's the symbiote. It's still the symbiote that's that practically what Venom is made of. But mm. Black Spider-Man it, when him when he became the symbiote with the Spider-Man, it turned him into Black Spider-Man and, you know, that made him a little bit more edgier. But when he took the symbiote off, it landed on uh, or or when um Brock got a hold of it or I can't remember what they're naming this uh particular character that plays venom but um when it's with this guy when it's with tom hardy it's a lot more vicious okay so i don't know why that is it just is but i again i haven't read the spider-man comics as much as i've read it as a kid i never got to the venom part so Mm -hmm. um i'm really uh i'm really interested to see and there's also rumors that tom holland who plays spider-man might make an appearance somewhere um Oh, uh, Venom's uh, Venom's human name is Eddie Brock. That's right. Uh, okay. It's the same. It's the same person that was in Spider Man Three. But for whatever reason, Eddie Brock, when he gets the symbiote, it gives him like Venom. It gives him like the eyes and the tongue. Okay. I don't know why that is. I have no idea. Because it but looks fucking sweet. <laughs> I know. I can't wait for it when it comes out. It comes out in September, so we got practically a month. In fact, I'll even give you the date in particular. Let me Dude, pull it I'm up gonna, real quick. I'm gonna lose so much money this fall. There's so many good games and good movies coming out. I'm yeah. fucking hyped as shit. So let's see. Venom doesn't come out until okay. No, it's not September. My bad. I apologize. It's actually October 5th. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Birthday month. Birthday month. Gonna go see mm-hmm. Venom. Absolutely. And from the way and the way that uh, October looks. Doesn't look like there's going to be any movie that's going to stop it, unless, of course, people really want to see Goosebumps, which I don't think anybody. <laughs> um, unless people really want to see the Halloween remake, which I don't think anybody's going to want to see. And yeah, the last weekend of October, Halloween weekend, I don't think anybody's going to be wanting to see uh, any movies then. So, mm-hmm. anyway, that's going to do it for us tonight, guys. Uh, so Disney's coming out with, uh, Winnie the Pooh. Um, unfortunately, I don't think it's going to do very good. Uh, my source, I have sources that I look up and it looks like they're saying it's not going to be as good as everybody thinks it's going to be. So I'm not going to go see it. Um, August doesn't really have anything in terms of geeky shit, which I can think no video games either. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, practically every thing comes out during the holidays. So I mean, once we're in the holiday season, then the episodes are going to really kick up with a lot of great stuff. This weekend was real. This week was really slow when it came to like anything coming out. So we made the most of it with what we had. So I'm happy Mm -hmm. we did that. And only uh, two thirds of the people. Yeah. Yep. But hey, we still got we still had a great following. To all the viewers out in the chat that were listening throughout the entire show live, thank you very much. 
And for those of you listening on our podcasting platforms, if you're listening to us through Spotify or iTunes or Google Play, thank you very much, you guys. But we're also on other platforms as well. Um, so in case all of the other minor platforms that we're on, if you're listening on to us, thank you. Especially if you're listening on Anchor, which is how where I upload everything. That's a huge thing. So thank you as well. Um, all my links are in the description box. Uh, if you happen to catch me on Twitch, uh, on Thursdays, I'm going to be streaming video games. So for those of you that want to see me play some Nintendo Switch games on Thursdays, I will be on Twitch do streaming through there. So definitely check it out. The Twitch link is in the description box. If you happen to know, I have a Discord for anybody that wants to be in the Discord chat where we go over everything involved, whatever you want to talk about. I have two different Discord chats, a Legends uh, chat or the regular chat for all, for all my fans. And then there's the movie-based chat. So if anybody likes to get on that action, you can absolutely do it. The chat, uh, the Discord link is in the description. It is, um, it actually works forever, so you don't have to worry about it being for a day. If you're listening on the podcast, don't forget to rate and review this. Rate this five stars, review it, give me your honest opinion about it. If you're listening to me on YouTube, don't forget to like and subscribe. Leave a comment in this comment section below. And as always, stay geeky, everybody, and we'll be back next week. For Dunkers as well, I'm Joe Dini. Bye, everybody. See ya.